call us on 086-000-2032. Morning, KG. We Sasha people are coming back on the radio to make excuses again. They can't get anything right. They gave us short notice of our date changes. And it's by time they revert us back to the first of the month. The first. Not third, fourth, fifth. Thank you, Ronald is London. Welcome back uh, to the talking point on SAFM as we lead the conversation and join the conversation whenever you want to on 086-000-2032, 086-000-2032 and the WhatsApp line is, ah, the WhatsApp line is, sorry, 061-410-4107. What's happening with Sasa? Have you received your Sasa payment? Have you? Have you not? Uh, we've received tons of calls. Uh, you guys get to hear the ones uh, that we play, but there's also plenty we got off off air from many of you who are thoroughly confused about your social grant payments. And you mostly are complaining about not receiving the payment as you usually do. And the agency has issued a statement clarifying that they've made changes to the schedule. So we opted to invite them on for this hour to deal with all the questions that you may have uh, and we invited Brenton van Friede. Remember, if you want to ask Brenton van Friede a question, please call on the line 86 Brenton van Breda is the executive manager at uh, SASA for Grants Administration at, of course, the South African Social Security Agency, SASA. Brenton, good morning. What happened? Good, good uh, morning, KG. Good morning to your listeners. So maybe let me give a, a little bit of context, and and I'll admit that maybe if you, we 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 had to make some changes late in the day, um, and the communications might have been a bit slow in going going out. But just to give a bit of context, you may be aware. Please don't that talk to me on on speaker, because uh, you know I need the audio to be very clear. Are you talking to me on speaker, Brenton? I'm speaking to you with a... That's better. Is it, is it not clear? It's, it's better now. It's much better now. Thanks. Okay. I maybe should just stand closer to the phone. <laughs> um, okay. So if, if you, if, as you would be aware, there was quite a major crisis brewing at the Post Bank uh, over, recent, over the recent month with their cards expiring. Um, and in, in, in March, it wasn't that bad. There's only about a... Uh, 40 or 50,000 cards that were expired, which they managed to replace. But in April, there was about a million cards that were going to expire, and which means a lot of people would get their money paid into their bank account as per normal uh, in May, but because their cards would have been expired, they wouldn't be able to access that, that funds without replacing those cards. And post banks, with the post office being liquidated, were having a number of... Um, challenges with getting those cards replaced on time uh, and towards towards the end of april they came up with an innovative solution around possibly using a, a cardless solution where you use your id and so forth uh, but it's again you know it was new to the market so we a lot of people were uncomfortable with 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 that so we had a lot of clients coming to sasa asking to be 
having their bank details changed to another bank. Now, the problem that creates was that the cutoff date for changing bank details was around 17 April. And we had hundreds of thousands of clients coming to us saying, please change my bank from Postbank to another bank because I'm worried about this card expiring. And there was also a lot of other problems over the last couple of months with Postbank. And I think a lot of clients were just a little fed up and said, I want to change to another bank. So SASA offices, we had long queues. We had to extend working hours. We had to work overtime. Um, and eventually we had to make the decision to say, look, a lot of people aren't going to be paid because they didn't meet the cutoff date of, um, of, of 17 April. So we extended the cutoff date to the 26th of April. Now, all of that has impact on the day of payment. Um, we've extended it by just a little bit over a, a week to accommodate hundreds of thousands of people who wanted to change their bank details to other banks so that they don't uh, end up not being paid this month because they've got now a new bank account and those bank accounts have to be verified and a whole lot of back, back office checks need to be done. So we, we exchanged it, we pushed it to the, the, um, the cut-off date for bank detail changes to quite late in April, now about 26. And then we we just got our staff to work weekends, the long weekends, our staff were on duty, just making sure all those details were captured. But that did mean we had to push the payment date back by one day. So even though we put, pushed the cutoff, back, the cutoff date back by, by just over a week, we only had to push the actual payment date back by one day just to, to give us that, that enough time to make sure people, a lot of people, don't end up not being paid because they changed their bank. Um, I'm, I'm a bit confused. I'm a bit confused. So uh, you you moved it back by a day. What is the normal date? And uh, could you not have anticipated uh, the confusion and perhaps tried to work ahead? So the normal date was yesterday, and we shifted it back to today. People's payment day starts today. It would have started yesterday, and it, it started today. Um, look, it was it, it it was a response to what we were seeing on the ground. Uh, um, Postbank initially, when the cards were expiring, they gave us a plan. We expected them to implement that plan. We we didn't. Really, I mean, we I can't say we didn't anticipate, but we didn't anticipate the number of clients that would want to jump or jump from Postbank to another bank. Um, and, and, and so that's essentially the decision we had to make was, do we, do we just say to these clients, sure, you want to change? And this is what we say to clients on every month when they come after payday, after cut of day for bank changes, is to say to them, um, uh, you've missed the cut of day, but, so you won't be paid next month, but you'll get double pay in the following month because you, you've changed your bank details in a period after the cut of day. We just felt, I think, because of this large number that has come forward, it would be a little unfair um, just to, to hundreds of thousands of people to say to them, uh, given that there was a crisis with one bank, that we needed to do whatever we can to accommodate them. And not necessarily, I don't think we have set the Apple card that much. It's just, it's one day. 
fun work. Yeah, it's it's one day, but it's one day for very vulnerable people. Uh, you know, frail sometimes, sometimes extremely elderly, and sometimes, and most times, people who are so extremely poor that that one day makes a huge difference to their existence, to their lives. Tell me though, uh, the number. The, I'm assuming that Sasa knew the number of recipient uh, recipients of grants who were receiving their grants specifically from the post office, whether that number is 1 million and whether or not, uh, because we knew, everybody knew that the post office is going to close many, many branches because of, uh, you know, the issue of, of potential bankruptcy that it was facing and, and, and whether or not we couldn't lump those and find ways to tell, info, give them information before they even come to you, uh, you know, on the 17th of April that it's looking dire for this particular month because of these circumstances. What I'm saying is you as Sasa should have had more information than grant recipients who are vulnerable people. So we uh, we have a sense of the numbers based on what Postbank tells us, but we don't have a sense of the people because that's within the banking space. So, for example, if you, um, if you uh, how would I put it to uh, make an example. Your employer, for example, knows they're paying your salary into your bank account, but they've got no idea when your bank account card expires. Only your bank knows that together with yourself. And so that, that detail we assess are blind to. The clients know their cards are expiring. Post bank would, ha- would have known that, but they weren't sharing that detail with us. We see the aftermath of that when clients come into our offices and say, uh, I want to change my bank account bank card details and and that's essentially what we've tried to do here because they you know it was I, I hear what you're saying it we we the shift of a day is uh, is a big a deal for some, for the for the vulnerable, vulnerable people. people yeah but the people who wouldn't have gotten paid are also vulnerable people well, the whole client base is, is a group of vulnerable people and we try to make the best decision that would would have the least impact on all of the vulnerable people that we're serving. In terms of, you know, convenience and, and I suppose uh, cutting red tape, uh, particularly for this group of people, uh, you know, isn't uh, something uh, in the works for yourselves as Sasa to just sort of create a system that makes for, you know, a seamless transaction on a monthly basis? You should have heard the calls that we received, the frustration that we heard in people. And it does sound like there's still a degree of red tape, whether it comes to making changes or you know is there a way that we can make it more seamless we are work or oh, we, we have started this process of uh, uh, facility or, or enabling uh, bank changes on a, or, or even just informing us when you're a new client of what bank you want to bank with uh, on a, on, a, on a, uh, trying to digitize that process a, uh, a lot easier so in future and Obviously, this, this takes a lot of system development. This, you know, we need contracts with almost every bank that's available in the country. Um, so it is quite a big process that we are setting up. But in future, we do envisage that any client would be able to walk into a SASA office. Uh, so the way, sorry, let me go, let me backtrack. The way it works now is you have to bring, um, and this, and I'm sure this is work. This works in any way, any any payroll place that or, or paymaster that, that pays anyone. The way it normally works is you must bring proof that this particular account belongs to you. Um, so that would be a statement of some sort 
with your name and your bank account detail on it. And we would then capture that on our system, and then we would send a bank verification to the bank um, just to them to verify that as well. So that is a lengthy process that, that is currently in place. We are looking at a way that makes it seamless in future where a client would really just tell us that I want to bank with Bank X, why bank with Bank X, and we will then pick up that uh, the, the, that whole process digitally with Bank X and, and sort out everything without you having to come in uh, one or two times with forms and stuff between yourself and the bank to, to sort that out. We are, we are quite advanced and we're probably looking at it would have been great if that system was in place during this crisis, but we are hoping that within the next three months or so we would have something up and running on that. Something up and running that will just stabilize, um, I assume, the you know the granting of social grants uh, to millions of South Africans. Oh, that's sorry, that's on bank details changes, not not on on a system. Uh, so, so the, the issues with the post bank. You know, this not. I mean, we don't run the bank, so we can't solve those problems. All we can do is accommodate people who choose to go to another bank. Um, and we're looking at ways. And like I said, this process is hopefully going to make it a lot more seamless for you to change your bank details. Yeah, we have call, we have calls for you. Uh, many people, uh, like I said, there's many people who've been wanting to talk to you, uh, and there's many people who asked us to invite you here. So here's Colin in Cape Town. Hi, hi, Colin. Good morning, KG. Good morning to your guests. Uh, I just I was quite shocked to hear now. One day, one day, you know, there are thousands of people borrowing money on that one day to get a taxi to the post office, and when they get there, there's no money. So that person could pay back whoever they loaned the 30, 40 rand from. So one day is a big, big difference. Now, I'm phoning on behalf of a friend. Uh, the card expires at the end of this month. It's a yellow Sasa card. That person has been drawing by any ATM with that yellow card. I heard a story that the yellow cards are going to fall away. Now, what does one do now? I'll find the person. Oh, no, Colin. Oh, no. Your line is letting me down. You were at the part about the yellow card? Yes. The yellow card you can draw anyway, any bank. But now, I believe the yellow card expires at the end of this month. So, what must one do? Because a post office can't help. Phone five, six post office. For the last week or two, no answer. Phone Sasa 0800 11 uh, 600 uh, 1110. You sit for hours, hours, and the phone gets dropped on you. Nobody, they reckon due to COVID, they are uh, short of staff and working from home. So the COVID is still to blame with Sasa's problems. And I can't understand why Sasa did not wake up a year ago and start negotiating and getting this whole uh, system sorted out. They okay. always wait for the last minute, like every other government department, the last minute. So what must one do now? The cards expired at the end of this month. That money gets drawn by any bank. Yeah. Okay, Colin, do, do you want to listen to your response from Brenton on the, on the radio? Because your line is not that great. Did you hear uh, uh, Colin, Brenton? 
Yes, KJ, uh, um, okay, I, I think I got the gist of his message. Um, so there has been some good development with regards to the post-bank card expiry. Uh, they informed us on Saturday that they've got permission from the Reserve Bank and the Payment Association of South Africa to extend the expiry date on the card until 31 December this year. So, and, and they have put out media statements uh, and information around that, but I, I do take, and, and similar to Collins, either other point that, you know, comms have not necessarily been good. Uh, so clients might not have fully gotten, gotten aware of this yet. So the, the Cards are not going to expire this month. Or These are the, month, yellow or cards, the yellow cards. The yellow cards. Okay. Talking, yeah, the yellow cards. Okay. Yeah, the yellow cards. Yeah, they are post bank cards in essence. Um, they're not going. To, and sorry, every other bank people must obviously monitor their own bank account, their cards, to make sure that they go to their bank and get new cards when it expires. But for the post bank cards, which are the yellow cards. Um, they, they have had the expiry date extended to 31 December, so, they sh- so people shouldn't have any problems uh, interacting with those cards. Um, yeah, so they should work at any yeah. uh, There's people on, on the WhatsApp line who are questioning your one-day uh, adjustment, uh, Brenton. Some are saying, no, it was pushed back by two days, not even one day. Was that one day generic for everybody? Yes, it was. It was. Um, it, yes, it was to everybody. Okay. The uh, payment date for May was the third of May, and it's now the fourth of May. Okay. Uh, m- maybe but, before sorry, I. Work, yeah. Maybe sorry, before. One working day. Okay, uh, so the, 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 the older persons, it's today, the 4th. They're going to get their money today. today. Yeah. And then there's the disability grants. Yeah. When do they get it? Um, to, so. They will get it on Friday. So, sorry, it, it's, I suppose the ones you're complaining about is the child support grant beneficiaries that are going to get it on Monday. So, uh, so the, the, the dates Friday. vary depending on whether you're older or disabled or a child. So, so, so the payment cycle, the way it always works is on on day one of the payment cycle, you get, so the first day, you older person, second day, disability, and third day, child support grant. That's just, we've split the payment cycle up like that so that we don't get tens of millions of people going into ATMs and shops and on, on, on one day and money runs out and just creates you know, a lot of cash problems in, in the system. So we have staggered payments, a big group of people on day one, a smaller group of people on day two, allowing the cash industry to restock the ATMs, and then a bigger group of people on day three, uh, hopefully by then the, the, you know, the, the cash okay. resources are, are restocked. Okay. Mustafa in East London, good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, good morning to your guests and to the SFM viewers. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll be short, Askeji. Uh, I'm one of the Sasa recipients, uh, you know, vulnerable client who, who has disability. Yeah. Who is not working, uh, who's depending on this disability grant for everything, as I'm not working. Now, my plea to your guest, Askeji. You mustn't come up with excuses that are not, not necessary. Because before the COVID, we, we, we used to debate, we used to receive our grants on the first of each month, all of us. They cannot control us and then how, as to how to use them, our money that we're receiving from them. Because 
because they don't know the, the circumstances that uh, you know the the, the, the uh, person will find himself or herself under. As I said, I'm not working. I never worked before, but I'm only depending on this money for everything. I have to contribute at home for groceries. I have to go to my doctor for checkups. I have to do everything. I am being whenever I'm going, I have to be escorted by a person. I cannot navigate around by by by, by myself. You know, they they don't consider these these challenges that uh, that we are, are facing. So my plea is that if the minister, Mr. Mr. country put us back on the first of each month or of the month, whether it's uh, old age or family grant or child support grant, it depends on the, upon the person whether a person wants to go to to to, to collect his money or her money on which day. Mm-hmm. Because they are the way they are treating us, they are treating us like a child. Now what yeah. they are depriving our 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 rights. On, on the, on the, after the, the nine years of the contract. Yeah. Because they, they, they are working for stage. You know, they have enjoyed the benefit of But us, some of us are poor. We are disadvantaged, you know. Yeah. Okay, okay, Mustafa. What led uh, to, to, to the dates not returning to the first, first of the month, Brenton? Uh, you know, as you heard, Mustafa, he says, you know, it, it was at, at, at their behest, whether they go on the first or any other day, uh, but the shift has redefined their lives. Yes. So, so it is correct. Uh, in 2019, we used to pay uh, grants. Uh, between the period of 2018 2019 we used to pay grants on the first of the month before that we used to stagger it uh i don't know i don't want to go into our history with cash payments the services and that Ooh. but then we used to pay middle of the month when we brought it forward to the first of the month uh when we took over with postbank that created enormous challenges within the amongst retailers amongst uh, banks who have to stock ATMs um, because it, we need to pay those. So, so, so he is correct. Clients do have a choice, right? And, and that was always Sasha's view that we pay on the first of the month. Clients can access their money anytime from any bank, any ATM, uh, as when needed. But unfortunately, client behavior was still of such a nature that everyone goes and withdraws cash on that first of day of the month, uh, pretty much. Uh, you know, leaving leaving resources empty, and those who get their first get money, and those who come later don't get any money. And the cash industry approached us and said, "Can we just balance things a little bit? Uh, we can't manage with the huge demand you're pushing into the system." Um, and hence, we came up with the three-day staggering arrangement, where we pay a large group up front, uh, then we play a smaller group, allowing them to use that day when we pay the smaller group to replenish the ATMs and get cash back into their stores and stuff. Um, I think we can move back to the first, but we also need to embark on a huge beneficiary campaign to say, don't draw cash. You don't need cash. Mm. Um, or if you need cash, throw, throw 100 rand, throw 200 rand, just for what you need, but swipe your card. Uh, you know, like everyone else, most of us today, even if you just buy bread, swipe your card. Those transactions are free. Um, you, you you don't need to, to draw your money and then go paying cash in the same store. We see a lot of clients still doing that. They, they go to an ATF, the, the teller, uh, what do you call it, the... Uh, the point, but, but I suppose that they, they, could, they could say they that that's at their discretion. They could say that, you know, I, it's my I, money, I can do with it I, as I please. I, I 
I fully agree with you, but that discretion causes havoc in the cash industry. Okay, let me ask you to pause, Brenton, because I have to quickly go to the news headlines. And you have a lot of callers and a lot of voice notes uh, that want to (laughs) ask you questions. So I hope you have your pen and paper ready uh, so that you can note some of them down and then uh, you respond. It's 10.31. We're talking to Sasa, but N. Musa is standing by with the news headlines. It's 10.33. We are talking to Sasa and uh, we're trying to establish why we've received so many calls from you, uh, trying to assess why it is that you had not been getting your Sasa payments uh, timelessly. And we invited Brenton van Frieda, who's the executive manager for Grants Administration at the South African Social Security Agency, Sasa. I hope you've got your pen and paper, Brenton. Gaz uh, is in Cape Town. Good morning. Uh, it's GZ. Sorry, GZ. Hi. Uh, hi, KG. Hi. Morning, KG. Morning. Thank, uh, thank you, KG. Thank you, KG, for this opportunity. Um, KG, I have two points which I would like to pose to Mr. Van, Van Frieda. First one would be the review process. You, you know, KG, how they uh, put people in a frustration, in a situation of frustration. You know what, KG? They would allow... The, the, the period of, 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 of you receiving the, the, the grant to lapse. Then when you go on, on that month to check if uh, at a point there's no money and the, 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 there's nothing states that you, what you should do, whereby you then ought to go to their offices. Then you find there that, no, listen, you are supposed to review, to, to go for a review. So my question to Mr. Van Frieda, why can't they do things easy for people? I mean, living in the digital world, we, things are now moving on a, on a, on a fast pace. Uh, why, why can't they rather say, okay, now maybe for four months before? Listen, there's a message that pops up, or you, 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 you receive a letter, we say, listen, you now have to be grateful for, for review. Okay. Please listen to your answer on the radio, GZ. Yeah. No, no, no. The, the second point, the second oh, point, okay, is, okay, okay. The second point is, is, is the attitude of their staff in, in the Captain branch in Etherfir uh, at 42. Their attitude is repulsive. It stinks. You know how they handle people there? Elderly, disabled people, they have no way of, of, of approaching them. It's because if those people are there to, 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 to kind of seek their help, whereas the, the, the people are there to, to, get, to get their uh, entitlements from the state. And instead of them helping the state in having a, a great attitude approach to those people, they just treat those people like, 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 like anything. Thank you, KJ. Thanks, uh, Gus. Do you want to respond uh, to... Uh, sorry, it's GZ, not Gus. Uh, do you want to respond to GZ, Brenton? Thanks, uh, KJ. So, GZ, I firstly need to apologize for you uh, for any bad experience you had from a branch. Uh, um, no client should be treated that way. Um, and if you can provide me with more information regarding to the, the incident, uh, we can make sure we take it up with that particular local office. Um, KJ, I'm not sure how... Maybe I should just uh, provide you with my... Or you can send, an, you can send a complaint to grant inquiries that's at that .gov.za. Just make sure in the in the subject line you you you, you write the word complaint. Um, okay, please repeat that email there. email address. Grant inquiries uh, at sasa.gov.za. Grant inquiries um, at sasa.gov.za. 
Yeah, and so so profusely apologize that clients should not be treated bad. I know it's difficult times, but our staff have no, uh, you know, they should not be treating anyone badly, even if they are long queues and they're under stress. We we do give our staff quite a lot of training as well to try and to, to deliver the best service that they possibly can. On the issue about reviews, now a review comes about in uh, uh, one of so it's basically what triggers a review is if SASA finds out something about a client that indicates that the, the situation may change. Now, normally it is either us getting information, if it's a pensioner, for example, we may have gotten information from your pension fund that you have more income than you possibly declared when you applied for the grant, or if it's a if it's other grants like disability or child support, we may get information from one of the employers that you may be employed uh, and, and you may be getting an income. So then we would trigger a review. Uh, also, the Auditor General, in the current round of reviews that we are doing, the Auditor General found a number of clients through their own engagements because they audit pension funds and all these other places and they pick up details. And then they feed that to us to say, client, ex client, why possibly doesn't qualify for the grant? Please, please review them. Um, and that's, that's what stimulates the review. Now, by law, it's the client's responsibility to ensure that the contact details with us is up to date. Um, at present, we, we inform all clients via registered mail that they are being reviewed. We do, however, find a large number of clients haven't changed their places or their addresses and they don't update SASA. So it is, that does create a problem if we don't know how to contact you. Um, also, we um, recently there has been amendment to legislation that does allow us to inform you via SMS. We're still busy building the, the SMS notification system, but it's not likely to be a complete solution because if clients don't keep their details up to date with SASA, then obviously whether it's an SMS, whether it's a registered mail to your home address, you, you're not going to get the you're not going to get the communication. So that's the first thing we need to impress upon clients: always keep your records up to date with SASA. Then the way the, the the review or the law is written for reviews is that uh, it's a it's a it's a two a, a two step process. The one is you inform the client if the client doesn't come forward. In other words, if you didn't get the correspondence, the only other way you can trigger the client to come forward is to suspend the grant. Not cancel the grant, but you suspend the grant. Uh, hopefully that then, you know, would bring it to the client's attention. Something's wrong here. I must approach a SASA office or call a SASA office. And then you've got a month after suspension of the grant to say, uh, approach a SASA office, find out what's wrong with your grant, and then you'll be informed. You, you need to be reviewed. And I know it's not nice. You're going to hear, I have to be reviewed. I might lose this grant, etc. Uh, there might be other elements as well that we'll have to take care of if we find that you have been receiving the grant incorrectly because then obviously we're saying that. But, but, but if, if like that. you are at fault, if you yourselves as, as SASA at fault, does that money uh, then sort of uh, be given retrospectively even for the month that uh, one has missed? So if, let's say, in one month uh, they say you're suspended and yet you should not have been suspended and uh, it's uh, sorted by the next month, do you get two months? Uh, yes. So, okay. Yes, yes, okay. 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 You'll be back paid. Uh, in fact, as, when you come in, 
you do the review, you bring all your paperwork, the suspension's lifted, and everything goes back into payment. Obviously, that's assuming you still qualify for the grant. If you okay. don't qualify for the grant, another process kicks in. Okay. Okay. I want to go to a quick commercial break. We are in conversation with Brenton van Friede. He is the executive manager of the Grants Administration at the South African Social Security Agency. We're trying to uh, answer all the questions that uh, you send to us uh, as SAFM regarding your social grant payment. We'll get your call, uh, Scully in Durban and Candisa in Matlosana, and then we'll get through to the many, many voice calls, uh, I mean voice messages that have come through. You're listening to SAFM. SAFM, it's 1041. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Welcome back to SAFM. We are in conversation with Brenton van Friede, Executive Manager of the Grants Administration at the South African Social Security Agency. Good morning, Scully. Hello, Scully. Hello, KG. Hi, Scully. We're listening to you. Okay. Good morning to you and to, to, to Kanya and to Brenton. My input is pay the pensioners on the first or the second, but please pay them early as possible. Not like today's part. The, 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 the pension payments, it's money, it's, it's like water. Mm. Water is life, so is money is life, you know. If people are waiting to pay their rent and I don't have to go on. Mm. People want to eat and so on. So to Mr. Brenton, irrespective of Sunday, holiday, Christmas, Pay them on the first end of story. Have a good day. Thanks, Kali. Kandisa in Matlosana. Good morning, Kandisa. Morning, KG, and how are you? I'm well. How are you? And your guest there. Mm. Look, man, KG, I'm so angry. I'm angry. You know, I'm leaving people here in, 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 in Northway, mm-hmm. in Matlosana specifically. You know, this thing of Sasa, this thing is not right. You see? Sasa cannot come there and make excuses to say that there was a fault and what. They knew before that uh, they will have problem of uh, a Sasa bank, uh, uh, bank cards or those cards of uh, Sasa. They knew they will have a problem of they, they have a problem of post office. They knew all these things. You see, they cannot put trauma to our people. It's wrong. These elders they have sugar. They have diabetics. They have a lot of plus and everything. You see, if they don't pay them in time, what do they think? Mm. That, that your guest day, when it, uh, he gets his salary on the field in every month, you see, they don't. They, that's why they don't care about uh, 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 people on the ground. You see, we cannot allow these people to do this to our elders. It's wrong. Okay. They, they had a problem with a uh, post office, and they, 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 those cards are expiring. Now they come with excuses. Mm, mm. Thanks, Candisa. Yeah, uh, th- th- thanks, Candisa. Do Do you want to respond to the comments, uh, Brenton, that have come through? Uh, these are, as I said to you, are the people that have called this radio station for the last couple of days and uh, have expressed their frustration and or disappointment. Yes, now I, I we I mean it, it is deeply regrettable. Um, I unfortunately I mean, we we are dealing with a with with a difficult situation with Post Bank with and the post offices, 
and a large portion of our clients are, are, are banked with them. Uh, there is no easy solution uh, for, for, for that ongoing situation there. Um, and, and this was a very difficult, I mean, this wasn't a decision we've made off the cuff. Uh, in retrospect, I mean, we, we have to sort of balance, should we, you know, did we make the right decision? Should we have just you said, said to clients, cut off date is cut off date. Uh, and for those hundreds of thousands of clients who didn't make the cut-off date, we, you know, uh, you're not going to get paid for a month, or, or does everyone get paid one day later in the month? That that you can imagine was a very difficult decision we have to make. Um, I can't say we made the right decision. It's, either way, that decision would have been a wrong decision, uh, but it was it was a decision we had to make uh, given given given. The, the current situation we're in. Um, and so I, I can only say, yeah, that the pain and the distress we've caused, um, we are, um, even today, I stepped out of the meeting with, with the Post Bank uh, to do this interview. We are in continuous engagements with them, um, trying to get them to, to solve their problems and, and, and make sure, you know, that, that eventually this crisis, as soon as soon as possible, gets resolved. Uh, the The... So the extension of the expiry cards does bring us some relief into the system, um, but that just shifts a deadline from where it is now to 31st December. So we need to make sure that they do everything they can so that this whole crisis doesn't repeat itself again uh, end of the year. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we, we are putting extra resources into our front offices We've opening up. Uh, we've across the country. We've we've uh, had negotiation. We, we've opened up community walls where our staff are going in with banks uh, who are interested in getting new clients. So anybody, if they want to jump ship, we are put. We are putting as much resources as we possibly can to help you get your banking details changed as quick as possible. Uh, if 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 that we're not saying you must do that, but if you as a client are saying you had enough you want to use another bank, we are going to do everything we possibly can to help you get that sorted uh, as quick as possible. You have to do it as soon, early in the month, so that we don't have to, we don't want to have to come at end of May and say so many clients have opted to change bank details again, and then that's the cut of date. So if anybody wants to do that, we've also, um, you know, encourage them, come early in the month so that you don't miss cut of dates. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, then uh, Brenton, uh, we deal strictly with those voice notes. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SFM. <clears throat> Just ask Brendan, the other thing is also that we were supposed to get the 90 Rand increase as was set out in the budget on the 1st of April. While in the Eastern Cape, I'm calling from the Eastern Cape, we we got 10 Rand. So where is the 90 Rand increase? Uh, good morning, good morning, uh, SAFM. I just want to know, uh, the Sasa cards, the yellow Sasa cards, uh, he's talking about the post-bank cards. I'm, I'm talking about the Sasa, yellow Sasa cards that are written Sasa on them. Are they the the ones that are gonna expire end of December? Hi, KG and your guest. You're speaking to Samuel here. Um, my problem with with Sasa KG 
is the fact that Sasa knows that majority of the people who are the recipient of these grants listen to vernacular radio station. Why didn't Sasa make an, 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 an advertisement on these radio stations to inform majority of these recipients that the dates were moved to one day? They did not do that. Where I'm staying, I've seen a lot of old people going to town to be returned back to say, there's no money, you can come back tomorrow. Why didn't they advertise on vernacular radio stations that the dates were moved because of one, two, three? Thank you. So let's take them three at a time. I think the first one is the issue of the 90 rand increase. Uh, instead, people got 10 rand increase, uh, as announced by the president in February. And then the yellow Sasa card, Do they? does it expire at the end of December? And did you put uh, adverts in vernacular radio station um, alerting people to this change? So on, on, the, on the increase, if I could ask the lady to call into our call center to figure out why she didn't get the increase, but the, the full increase was given to all the grants. Um, it may be a unique situation on, on, on a particular grant, but note the 99 increase was on the old age and disability grant, um, and it was 20 rands on the child support grant. Um, can't think of any grant that only had a 10 rand increase. Um, so there may be there may be an error. I'm not saying there's an error, but the only way we could figure out what went on with her case is if we get her details and look into a file. On the so the yellow cards that are branded with Sasa on those are post bank cards. So yes, those are the cards that are that will be expired that have the expiry dates now extended to December. Um, going forward, when they reissue these cards, we also we've also had discussions with Postbank that they will now issue these cards in their own name. So we've we also taking our brand off off the card, uh, so that the, you know the, it doesn't create the confusion because people actually think these are Sasa cards. We have control over these cards. When there's problem with these cards, people come into a Sasa office rather than go into the bank that, that can help them and. and because we don't necessarily control the cards and or have any banking relation banking capability, um, we can't. All we can do is refer the client to 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 the to the post bank, um, and so we are looking at de-branding as well from those cards. On the community radio stations, I I don't I um I don't think our comms people went out on it. I know they put out a media but, statement. But that's a, that's they, a big error you know. from your comms people because the yeah. listener has a point that most of the people that receive social grants uh, speak in vernaculars and they did not get the communication that they was meant to receive yeah. them timelessly. Okay, let's I, get. I do take that. Yeah. Let's take another three. Uh, good morning, good morning, KG. Good morning, SA listeners. KG, I am one of the beneficiaries of the SASA grant. And KG, uh, you know, we are there. Someone in the post office who had told us uh, the system can work only by the 80 people. So you can check all of us. Uh, from the townships and those people who live in the town we are using only one uh, post office they are so grounded so 
that guy says to us, if the, we are not fixed, we are going to get our money. And they must fix the date of the payment because we went back to the date of the one. Keji, good morning to you. Thanks for bringing this guy. Ne? Uh, but I've got a little, a little bit of worry. Ne? I'm, I'm not using uh, uh, the post bank. I'm using a different bank altogether. But normally on this day, the money should have been in, but there's nothing yet. Maybe can you ask him as to whether everyone is affected because of uh, the post banks? Thanks, uh, KG. That is Martin from uh, Ivory Park. Good morning, KG and your guests. Can Sasa please make the payment on the first of the month, just like before COVID regulation? Because we are really suffering, we are starving. Because even today I haven't got paid and today is the fourth. We must wait until the fifth so that I can get my disability grant. And yet I am really starving and suffering. Can Sasa please help us? Okay, do you want to respond, uh, Brenton? Uh, the, the first one was saying, you know, the system only takes 80 people and it takes care of uh, uh, a whole community of people. And then there's somebody who's bringing a different uh, issue on the table. They say they don't get their money from the post office at all. They get it from a completely different bank, but still did not receive their money. What is the problem there? And I think the issue of, of the date keeps, uh, you know, recurring over and over and over again again thanks so so i i think that is a very strong message i'm taking back that that a lot of our clients um were upset with the change we've made a couple of years ago in staggering the payment cycle um we we will definitely take this back in our negotiations with the with uh, with the cash industry and um and, and I think I've sort of I've given the history and the background that, that it is a little bit more complicated. But I think, you know, if we continue to have discussions around this, we can see possibly how we uh, how we can resolve some of these issues. Maybe what we could do is make money available on the first, but not withdrawable. Not, but not withdrawable. In other words, you can't cash out on it, but you can still swipe and buy goods and use it in a non-cash way mm. uh, while we allow the cash industry to get their, their machines and stuff all stocked up so that they don't create crisis on the ground for, for, for running out of cash and stuff like that. So those are kinds of options we, uh, we, 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 we want to explore uh, and then hopefully bring the pay, day, the pay date back to the first of the month. And, and, and from my side, I fully support the idea of, of people being paid on the first um, but one doesn't necessarily want to create because it's not just SASA beneficiaries, it creates uh, the whole payment system, the whole ecosystem for everybody in the country. That that that, that needs to be balanced. Um, with the clients using other banks, so yes, it does affect all banks because everybody got paid, not just post bank clients got paid to, on the on the fourth today. We shifted we we shifted the whole payment cycle back. Uh, because people were shifting from post bank to other banks, so if those other banks that wouldn't clients who have done the shift to other banks that wouldn't have gotten paid, um, and hence we had to shift shift the whole payment cycle back by by a day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's take the last batch of uh, two, perhaps, uh, because time is no longer on our side. Good morning, KG. This is Zanile in Deben. Uh, I'm living amongst the adults who are receiving the pension. 
Uh, will you ask uh, to the gentleman that is it possible for the pensioners to get paid to change to switch to banks and if they will make if they will be able to make those changes to be done to be to be done online because as you see on the on the on the, on the SRD grant the, the the online is quicker and faster than going to the offices that will be better if they will get their money on the on the bank and but it have to be uh, to, 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 be, to, to, to be done online, we can help them. Thank you, uh, KG. Okay, uh, ever migrating online? Uh, uh, Brenton, as our last question. Um, yes, it will be. It's not there at the moment. Um, but for the, it should be, we, the, it was something we were building. We, so we've, we've launched an online platform last year but that was for grant applications. This was one of the modules we would have brought on at a later stage, but when this crisis hit us, we just brought it forward and told the developers go into production and build this for now, put the other stuff on hold. So unfortunately, it takes, it takes a couple of weeks to build that. Uh, so for the main, for the, anyone that wants to do changes uh, uh, for, the, for the May cut of date, it should be coming into production in the next few or go live. They're just testing it now, but it should go live in the next day or two. Okay. So that functionality will be there. Yeah. So for complaints, it's grant inquiries at sasa.gov.za. Is there a call center? Yes, there is a call center for SASA and a call center for the post bank. If it's a post bank related query, it helps if you call directly because our call center will just refer you so you'll spend more time online. So if you've got a card-related query, call the post bank directly on uh, 0800-5354-55, and then it is the SASA call center for any grant-related queries on 0800-60-1011. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it so much. Uh, that's uh, Brenton. Thank uh, thanks. Brenton van Freer, the Executive Manager for Grants Administration at SASA. We're late for news. Apologies to Anne Musa. It's 11.02.